0: always require a prescription. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, a podcast for cover band musicians and bailingers to learn how to rock more and suck less. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From
1: Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray. Did you guys get snow? We did. We did. It's still some out there. It actually rained on it a little today and melted most, but we did get snow.
0: Yeah, we got a couple of inches, and it was literally over 60 yesterday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're expecting more i guess friday night into saturday
0: that's what we're getting we're saying that as well but like i don't know it seems unlikely but you know for a for the weather to take a 50 degree you know swing in a single 24-hour period must be the south i mean what what what, what's the big deal i mean i mean it's just it's just pneumonia sure yeah you know yeah well, other than that, uh, Ms. Lincoln, how is, uh, how's your week done?
1: You know, not bad. It's my second week on my new, um, day gig and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Good. Um, feeling appreciated, feeling like I got room to create some stuff and make some, make some difference here. And, uh, so that's all good. Um, I have had some, um, some, some gear, interesting gear things going on. Yeah. Um, last week, I talked about changing out my TC Helicon Voice Live 3 Extreme for something that would fit more small, small, smallly. It's, a not a, it's not a word, smallly on a pedal board. And I have it here today. I have not plugged it in. Well, sorry, I plugged it in. I haven't put any signal through it yet. Um, the Boss VE500 Vocal Performer, which does very handily exactly the subset of functionality from the Helicon that I use.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: none of the stuff. The so m- what's
0: good? Been- Go ahead. What specific functionality is it that you Dan Ray are looking for in a vocal pedal?
1: So, um, there is sort of a general uh, like a like a um, vocal nicening effect that yeah, they all a zhuzh. do. A zhuzh. And it's it's compression, it's a little deessing, it's um, e- some e- e- some goody cue And front of house people who are, you know, if I'm playing into somebody else's front of house, they tend to hate that because they want to, they think they want to do all that. And you just have to tell them just level my EQ. Don't do any compression. I'll handle that all for myself. And and things go okay. So that, um, I use just a little bit of, um, soft pitch correction. Now, um, I'm going to get some hate for that because it implies that I can't actually hit the note myself. Not accurate. Um, but it's a, it's a little bit of a, a a safety net. And I'll tell you, when I first started using it, you hear as you sing that the pitch is being corrected because it beats in your head, the, the sound of your voice coming through your anatomy to your ears Mm -hmm. and the sound of your voice coming through the speakers to your ears being slightly different pitches pulse against each other. Just like, you know, if you're tuning a guitar to itself and and you're close and it's kind of a beating effect and it happens inside your head and it's a very strange feeling.
0: Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, you're you are like experiencing yeah. dissonance.
1: You are, yeah, yeah, and it's it's happening inside your cranium. It's a weird feeling, um, and I haven't felt that with my Helicon for a long time. So, I don't know if it's not working,
0: or your or, intonation is better,
1: or my intonation has really improved. <laughs> well, this is one of the things of it is like that feedback that's unmistakably physical um, mm-hmm. is helpful for training pitch correctness. So i would agree you know so i like that um and then some flexible um harmonies i often just use like a fourth above but this thing does all of the options that the helicon does you can set up octaves and every interval you'd want and and it can follow a guitar signal that's passed through it Mm -hmm. that's an important part of it yep um and then it also has effects like uh, delays reverbs um like distortion, like a, a radio or a bullhorn sort of effect, mm-hmm. um, things like that. I have used, uh, and, and, and this has um, uh, vocoder or uh, talk box effects, that sort of thing. We do um, Rocky Mountain Way. So I play mm-hmm. the the vocoder. That's not a vocoder. It's a talk box. Um, yeah. Different things. Um, uh, but th- this does both of that. And what it doesn't do is the huge bank of guitar effects that's in the TC Helicon Voice Live 3 that I've never touched yeah so I'm quite happy to have the footprint reduced on my board I, the the samples I've heard um, on YouTube or wherever are every bit as good as the helicon and um, yeah I'm excited to plug it in and see what happens awesome yeah that's the good news of my my gear the the less good news' is my new my new company sent me my work from home gear and it included a samsung 32 inch 4k monitor and it's literally i mean it's 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 large um it's a big one it's a big one and i and it's big enough that i i've worked for a couple of years on two like a laptop plus two monitors but i don't Mm. need that now this one monitor is big enough i can keep separate windows separate it's all very good and i liked it so much i bought one of my own to use on the right half of my desk which is where my personal computer is um but this open box one that i'm looking at now as i talk to you um is broke it's Parts of it kind of glitch out. It's like I'm watching it twitch as I sit here. And then when it's turned off, it fills with sort of a ghosty gray staticky pattern that is really freaky in the middle of the night. Especially if you've seen movies like The Ring. It's not great. Mm -hmm. Not great at all. So there's a replacement for that coming tomorrow. And then I'll be in the the big monitor business. But... um,
0: I see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway... Also, well, the Sweetfoot power system got here, but the cables yeah. to get from it to pedals are still in transit, so I haven't got that uh, all plugged in yet. But it's it's all looking very exciting in terms of once everything lands and I plug it all in, why, it's going to be fantastic.
0: Yeah, I saw that um, there were a couple of other guys in the Patreon Slack group that were Sweetfoot fans, so... They are like a best-kept
1: to- secret. I literally found them on Google two weeks ago, and it's
0: great. We get... We got to give uh, give that guy some sort of something. You seriously, dude. For sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, no new gear for me. I am looking at uh, ways of better mounting the lights that I have huh. for this situation on my desk. I know that yours are mounted to the desk itself. Well, used uh, to be. Mine...
1: My, now that my new monitor takes up more space, I actually moved one ah. up to the, the hearth of the fireplace. It's in the corner of this room. And so I've actually push some things out but but they are clamp oriented uh creatures that's a a stand with a a desk clamp um rather than a tripod
0: yeah i'm thinking of doing the same thing um just so that i can push this desk further back and i gotta this desk is a hot mess i gotta get it sorted so no music gear uh as of such i will say one thing so I, i was talking last week about the uh, locking nut for the uh, for the Steinberger, yeah. and I took it on its maiden voyage this past weekend. Um, it did a fantastic job huh. of what it was intended to do, but there's one slight issue that I had not anticipated running into, and that is when you use a locking nut where the uh, strings kind of flow free, yeah. you have to cut them. Oh, yes. And cutting them... Introduces a sharp, pointy oh. object at the end of the neck of your guitar, and when
1: you don't, when and, your neck is headless, those are just hanging out the end of things.
0: Correct. Let's so um, we, you know, I'll get more into our post-show recap from uh, from Saturday, but I um, I tore my uh, middle finger open and proceeded to bleed all over everything for huh. the rest of the show. Uh, luckily, Nathan, our drummer, had a first aid kit. Backstage and was able to like I was able to bandage it uh in the middle of the show. But again, having a large band-aid that covers the this particular knuckle on your you know fretting Mm, hand uh, introduced some other interesting challenges. But yeah, it did stop the bleeding, so we've got that going for us.
1: Yeah, you gotta do what you can sometimes. Yep. Well, we may be there then if you want to talk about. Or don't want to talk about your... I don't know.
0: No, no, no. So, yeah, let's talk about it. The, um, so, the show at Venkman's was uh, last Saturday. Um, this was the first time we had been in since they closed down for the during the pandemic. Mm. Uh, it was the first time we played with a six-piece lineup which uh, included our normal bass player Mike, but also Chris, our music director, uh, filling in on keys and handling all of the music director Ableton playback as well. Wow, all right. So um, that was interesting. They had moved the stage in this venue and they had upgraded the uh, PA to a line array. and um, it was now throwing the full length of the of the venue, which was new. Um, the cool th- the coolest thing about it was, going back there and seeing the people that worked there the last time we played were there. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I know that that's a scary thing in the service industry yeah. because a lot of these places shut down. Um so th- the fact that they were there uh made it feel really really good and um they're still definitely kind of working some kinks out cuz they like I mean they redid everything. The ven- the 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 venue's completely laid out differently. The menus different like all kinds of things are 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 kind of being sorted out so and they're still kind of in that guinea pig phase uh so for the show uh we had a pretty light turnout the things that we were working up against were you know the omicron surge and a pending uh ice storm right um we i forgot batteries and had to go to a Publix that was less than a mile away and we waited in line for almost 45 minutes uh, oh as people
1: bought there yeah so it's a phenomenon in the south when the storm storm is coming you buy um fixings for milk sandwiches
0: Beer
1: and beer, beer is important too. But bread and milk appear to be the things that you um. <clears throat> I don't know what yes. you're going to do with those two things. But...
0: For the record, the, the the roads were fine. It was never yeah. an issue. Yeah. Um. So, uh. At the end of the night, we were at less than a hundred attendees, but I will say that the crowd that was there was super enthusiastic. They weren't our friends or family. They were people who were there to see us play. Cool. And um, the band was electric. We had just an absolutely fantastic show. Awesome. Um which was great. The issue the the only issue really was that, you know, ticket sales being light, you know, I Amber and I decided that, you know, we will cover our expenses, which in this case I I spent some money on uh some Facebook ads and then the rest is going to the guys. But, you know, we're we're going to walk away with nothing and uh our guys are going to walk away with less than what they normally get but um it was it was apparently good enough that the agent like called me and left me a voicemail kind of like giving me a pep talk like Hmm. i hope that you you don't see this as anything but a victory uh everybody was like really really enjoying it two people threw up before the end we had to kick them out so like clearly they were having a good time and i just i love that that was the that's the measure the barometer of success that's that's how you know and it's funny. As soon as she said that, I was like, I knew exactly what table it was. <laughs> it was no mystery. Sure. So yeah, um, but they were like, "We want you. We we want you back at, on this date. We're just waiting to get some availability." But they were like, even though we we did, you know, less than what we would normally do, they were like very excited to have us back. So it's good. We will we will be back.
1: You had a great relationship there for a long time.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, we were we were kind of ogs with them. Yeah. And and they have um, been very good to us, and we have tried our very best to be good with uh, good to them. And we have made, both of us have collectively made lots and lots of money off of each other. It's so, good, you know. We 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 want to continue to yeah. do that if possible. Yeah. You know,
1: um, speaking of relationships, um, um, I have played for some time now at the Bull City Cider Works. Uh, both the Greensboro location and the Lexington, North Carolina location, and um, the manager there, former manager there, who I first met and I first was, was my first contact there, he was uh, bumped out for business reasons. slash political reasons, interpersonal mostly. Yeah, um, he's opening a place of his own that for the yep. first time in his life, and he's older than me. Um, that's old. Uh,
2: wow. Yeah,
1: um, he's. He owns the place himself. He's got the lease himself. It's like he's not being a manager for somebody who's the owner. He's he's running the show himself. And um, so I've been getting messages from him on Facebook Messenger like, two weeks, buddy. Like, oh, I just got my liquor license. He actually just the liquor license issued yesterday. He's been keeping me up and and, and so um, he's reaching out to me because he wants me to play opening night yeah um, and so you know, as much as I was bummed when that relationship ended, and I wasn't sure how that was gonna go with the uh, people who were left um and it's gone not seamlessly but pretty good with the people who were left you know people move around in this industry they just that you're gonna you're gonna come across them later and um there's just no such thing as a burnt bridge it's just it's you know there's opportunity turns up later when you didn't expect it so yeah. It's a good lesson in that. I I I've been wondering about him, hoping he was okay and he's just been happily building his own thing. So,
0: love it. Yeah. So let's see. Uh I was trying to think of like if there were any new songs that we broke in this past gig and I don't think so. We did pull a couple out of uh out of the uh the bin hmm. as it were. Uh we did Take My Breath Away wow. by Berlin. All right. Went Over like It Crushed.
1: And what's I your, was, so for a slow, a slow dance like that, your measure for crushed is tons of people slow dancing.
0: We got like people like, uh, like out of their chairs, like to the stage, All they right. were swaying. They were like, they were feeling that moment. All right. Um,
1: Walking in slow motion. It,
0: in yeah. Foolish well, the, you know, in, in, in that situation, I, again, am in the unenviable position of being the high harmony on mm. a song like that, yeah, which is just it's just upper <laughs> I don't know how else to I don't know how else to uh explain it, yeah, but uh it's just upper altitude and that's that's where we were i'm yeah. I'm looking through our list here to see if there was any other ones that i i we hadn't done in a while, uh just like heaven is still doing very very well mm. um let's see. Kids in America, we hadn't done in a while. It, hmm. it, it's another one that does really well. Uh, yeah. We've been doing Every Breath You Take. People seem to like that one. Yep. I mean, it's still a bit of a downer, a down kind of moment. We tried, I Just Died in Your Arms by Cutting Crew, yeah. which is one we used to do. Um, but when we transitioned from Logic to Ableton, uh, some stuff got lost in the sauce. And uh, we tried it at, uh, at Soundcheck and it just didn't, it didn't gel. So we were just like, man, we'll just cut it. Yeah, And we had the time to spare, but... I'm very ready to bring that one back because it rips. It's a fun Yeah, song it's a great play. tune. So so yeah, that uh, sums up the playing portion of it. I mean, I'm just happy to have anything to talk about at all. I, I will say that uh, at that gig, I-, I went ahead and took f- shot footage of our entire band rig. So every position's gear and that kind of thing. Um, so that is going to be the subject of this week's YouTube video. Cool. Um it has been a slog to edit because I've been having computer storage processing things. Right. So now now all I have to do is put descriptors of every single thing I mentioned. <laughs> huh. Which which feels like a lot. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be out tomorrow sometime. Good. Not bright. Probably not bright and early, but it'll be out sometime. Yeah. So yeah. Any other uh things before we get into no let's pivot let's do this thing yeah so we have been talking about doing this for a couple of weeks and it just feels like at this point it's time to go ahead and have a conversation about uh self-care and mental health uh for musicians in this current season um you know we were kind of in a a different headspace as we were closing out the year that like things were going to be okay, we hadn't really gotten a lot of word about this this next surge. And, um, you know, we had dates in the books and things were looking pretty up. Yeah. And then right before the end of the year, is like, I have a feeling something's about to happen. And then it did. Yep. And a lot of things started to get canceled. And, you know, this is just kind of a – like they say that like the post-holiday kind of like section of the year is always um, difficult for people in general – And, uh, you know, you take that and compound it with, uh, gigs getting canceled. That's, you know, money coming out of people's pockets. And uh, I just know that it is a thing that is affecting a lot of our listeners because frankly, uh, they're telling us. Yep. And I'm, I'm seeing it. Uh, I see it on, uh, on Facebook. I'm seeing it in just general conversations and um even in the uh in the slack channel we've been talking about stuff that's just been hidden there's some heavy stuff going on
1: yeah 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 and it's interesting because it's not like a lot of the conversations we've had on the patreon slack lately have been intense stuff people are dealing with in their lives that don't doesn't seem related to what's going on socio-culturally but it's like heavy and real stuff and, and I just I kind of think that's yeah. sort of the sort of what's in the air right
0: now so to speak um. Yeah. yeah, I mean, things happen. Yep, and they happen for all sorts of reasons, and most of them have nothing to do with you know what your profession is. Right. Life is hard, right. and um, you know the one of the things I I decided to do this year is I I joined this like coaching group right um they are actually if if that's something that you're interested in uh shoot me an email covering coverbandconfidential at gmail.com i can send you a link to that group uh i can tell you it is significantly more expensive than the five dollars a month you would pay for the slack channel (laughs) access on patreon (laughs) yeah um which is a little bit uh slightly i mean it's it's a similar uh kind of take with a little a little less uh i guess engagement but anyway um but it, it just seems to be kind of going around right now. Yeah. And I'm just seeing um, my friends hurting uh, for all kinds of reasons. And um, it, we should we should talk about it. Yeah. And, and what we can do uh, to address it, to try and fix it, to kind of weather it. I mean, that's really all that we can do. Most of the stuff, you know... We can't keep bad things, bad things from happening. And all we can really do is, um, guard ourselves against them when they do happen.
1: Well, in any pep talk we could give over a podcast, um, just isn't gonna, you, you know, you, you gotta work through what you're working through. But I think, I think the, the, the value of bringing it up and talking about it is at least that we can have people know they're not alone yeah. in working through those things. I think the, I think the world is in a tough moment. Um, part, you know, and it's the kind of thing that like, for God's sake, are we still in this tough moment? You know, that part, part of it for me is just the duration of enduring all this uncertainty and all this disappointment and all this, um, fear, you know, um, um, I got COVID three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And it was fine for me, but that didn't stop, you know, the concern about it, the worry about it for my family. Um, so, you know, I think we're all, we're all still in the same boat. And, you know, frankly, maybe we always have been, maybe we're just seeing it now. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So I'm, I, I am fairly certain that for four of my adjacent neighbors have COVID. Mm. Um, Elliot, our youngest was sent home on Monday or Tuesday uh, for a cough. And uh, we were low key panicking about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you've never given a six year old, a home COVID test, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Unless you're like really hurting for cardio that day. (laughs) Um, Not to mention the emotional trauma that, you know, the fallout has. Um, And, you know, we've got a lot of transition. Amber started this new job Mm. and um, there's just a lot of stuff that's just very chaotic right now. And uh, our relationships are suffering and our friends are suffering. and, And like at this point, we've just kind of thrown our hands up and said, "Okay, well, you know, we are doing all the things that we can do. It's time to start like seeking assistance externally yeah, and start working on doing things for ourselves, you know, um, Amber's office, uh, even though nobody is there, she's like one of five people in on, on like, I think three whole floors, but she, she's, she gets up and she goes to the gym and, and gets her workout in, um, this week, notwithstanding, cause things have been absolutely just hellish with right. a sick kid and whatever. Uh, I've been trying to get up at five and do like some sort of, yoga or hit workout and then doing some reading and some writing stuff down. Like the intentionality is the thing that really works for me Mm. is like taking time for myself and trying to like find positivity and, and like just center myself before I, you know, I can, I get going through the day has been super helpful. Um, even when things are absolute, like just bedlam, (laughs) <laughs> during the rest of the day yeah
1: know? yeah
0: and it was funny because we were talking um again in the in the slack channel and it was like uh every it seems like every every person in that group that is intentional about keeping themselves kind of on an even keel have like a set of things that they do mm-hmm. And, um, that part is kind of, has been kind of interesting and, and we're, there's a lot of yoga guys and <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm stoked on the fact there's so many yoga bros yep. in the group. And if you're not a yoga bro, you got to get with the program, man. It's good for you. And it feels good, except it doesn't. It feels terrible. It's so hard, but it's still something you should do. Yeah. I went to a Pilates class to... one time. Ooh, no. Oh. Pilates is, is, uh, is, is yoga for people who hate themselves.
1: friend of mine took me and I was the only guy in there and- the instructor and everyone else was like, it was their 40th time. coming to That was my first time. And so the instructor was giving them things like, all right, now put yourself like this, except Dan, you should, you want to do this, do it in this way. <laughs> it's like, I was getting, I was getting the, the wimpy Pilates instructions, particularly by name, individually called out.
0: Yeah. Well, whether it's Pilates or yoga or meditation or any of those things, you should check them out. I know I have I've talked about Calm before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we signed up for the uh for Apple Fitness Plus cuz we're all Apple Watch people. Yep. And uh the workouts are awesome. They have workouts they have literally like from like 5 minutes to an hour like they have something for you. And they also include like the like the um they call them mindful cool downs and they have meditation sessions and stuff so like at the end of those uh those exercises it's always nice to kind of like like work yourself down a little bit. So uh, that's definitely been uh, beneficial. And and just having conversations with people about the way that things are going. Um, For those of you who didn't know, I actually got to do an interview on somebody else's podcast. My buddy, Neil Patterson, who sings for (laughs) legendary punk band, Reagan Youth, uh, had me on his podcast. We talked about, you know, our journeys through, you know, for him, it was getting sober. (laughs) And um you know, talking about neglect and abuse and all of the things that we went through as kids and kind of how we've been in the process of finding our way. Um, That was a really cool conversation. And we've actually been back and forth a lot since then. He's like, I I don't feel, I didn't realize how much I needed to have that talk with Mm. somebody who was kind of in the same boat that I was. Yeah, Cause I, I, you know, there's, there's not a lot of, you know, actually that's, that's not entirely true, but like everybody's path is, is kind of unique, but like, the people who are doing what we were doing are a different breed of people <laughs> and, um, finding community, uh, is important. Yeah. It's yeah. Super important. Yeah. So, yeah, you have any, uh, any parting words, anything you want to add to, uh, you know, the conversation? listen,
1: I, um, I haven't shared this with you, but, um, um, several months ago, my wife of 26 years and I got to the point where we were having, we realized we'd been having the same argument for 26 years. And, um, we kind of got fed up with having the same argument. And so for the first time in our lives, we actually went and found a couples therapist and we've been doing remote couples therapy every week for the last, I don't know, a couple of months. I've never done formal therapy with like, whether like somebody you'd pay <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of like what on, you know, to blab to a friend who gives you advice, but like, it's been amazing. It's actually been really amazing. It's really changed a lot about how she and I interact and the 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 emotional sort of underpinnings of some stuff that's been there unexamined,
0: unexamined f- yeah. for
1: you know two and a half decades of a relationship. And and mm-hmm. you'd think that would have just calcified into an un impenetrable sort of nugget of frustration you know (laughs) and you know and resentment sort of at the heart of everything but the reality is like a little bit of poking at it and and we both got really reconnected with why we've stuck it out in spite of all that it's not been all bad but there's been this one thing that for 26 years has been a stumbling block for us that that now is like really like loosened up and I got some new ways to be about it and some new actions I can take. And, 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 and being with her around those moments when that kind of thing is coming up is like light and loose and easy in a way that it really has never been. And, um, you know, I've been somebody who in my whole life I've like, never, I've never availed myself of professional mental health services. It's just never been a thing I've done. Um, but I think I'm a fan. I think I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. So, You know, don't, don't you, you you, you don't have to let this literally was like a couple that you would look at and think, oh yeah, those guys are going to die together and we're going to, um, but there was just this thing that we couldn't get past and we just wanted a, a third party, you know, professional mediator about it, I guess. Um, I don't know. There's some stigma about that still for some people, I think. And so. Uh, I just recommend letting that go and, 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 and getting support where you, where you can, when you need it.
0: Yeah. We've been through counseling and we're about to go back into counseling because, you know, sometimes things get worked on and they get fixed and then new stuff happens or you get out of practice and it, you know, you've got to get back on the horse. So, um, we're, we're working on that. And, um, you know, I, I'm currently reading a book that's kind of about relationships and things, and there's a lot of, I have a lot of uh, resistance around those things because I was, I went through, um, I went through abuse and trauma as a child, and it messed me up in mm-hmm. a lot of very important ways. And most of the things about myself that I am frustrated about uh, stem from that trauma, And there's a part of me that's just like, why do I have to work so hard just to be normal? Mm. Uh, It's not fair, and it it isn't. Um, And when you're in like dynamic relationships with other people, it i the the main part of this book that I said like you may not be the problem, but you are the solution Mm. if you're willing to go in and do the work and like improve yourself and like do all the things that will help fix you or make you better then you can you know you can fix these things yeah you can get on the other side of them and um there's there's a little bit of that a lot of self-examination i turn 40 like i'm starting to, you have to you 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 take these kind of milestone years and you go well what what is uh what's working and what's not working and i'm still trying to sort that out I'm starting to really just have this unfortunate realization that alcohol may not mm. be a thing that's working. Um, it's not always a problem, but it can be. Yep. And I just don't know if it's a thing that I need to continue to engage with. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Maybe it's time for a break. I'm currently having my Heineken 0.0 um, as my podcast fuel. It's good it tastes to me, it tastes like raisin bran. Huh. Well, it's got this like just weedy, branny kind of Heineken-y. aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, our, our drummer, Nathan is doing dry January and he went with me to get batteries at the Publix and he got a uh, six pack of this stuff. Nice. So, but yeah, there's, you know, there's lots of things that we can do to better ourselves and, um, reduce the amount of trauma and bullcrap, And, um, it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. I literally got on to this uh conversation um after dealing with uh just domestic um, what is uh a lack of what is that turmoil or disharmony. Uh, yes, disharmony. There you go. And uh yeah, it's just the reality of of life uh for people in this situation. So do the things that you know you should do, but Tend to make excuses to not do.
1: Yeah, and give yourself room it's to important. go through what you're going through. That's the other thing, you know. Don't don't make struggle wrong.
0: No, and and don't be hard on yourself because you haven't been able to manage whatever is happening right now. Yeah, uh, because. I feel like we have, like, we're trying to normalize a thing that's very not normal and um, fully. Look at the world;
1: I, <laughs> nobody's doing the, doing well, right? This is, no, it, this is not. This is not
0: normal. This is not normal, and so you should not feel normal now. No, that would be weird. And nothing about this is normal. Nothing about this is okay. Um, we're all just trying to uh, get through it, is um, with uh, the minimal amount of damage. But yeah. damage is happening. Yeah, it's happening to us. It's happening to our families. It's happening to our children. Yep. There's just nothing we can do about it except try and in in uh, buffer it as much as possible. Right, right. And that's it. Right. Well, I hope that's encouraging. I hope that that it's the is the thing you needed to hear today. Uh, it may be a thing you don't feel like hearing, and that's that's okay too. Because sometimes you have to have somebody. Like, say, hey, this ain't working.
1: Yeah. So,
0: to do something about it.
1: Yeah. And maybe you're and to- where I am, where you just started a new job that's kind of exciting and things are getting cleaned up that haven't been cleaned up in a long time. And you're like, what, dude, what? And okay. So enjoy that. Yeah. And be prepared for it to not be permanent.
0: For sure. And if you're in a situation where you feel like you're stuck and you don't, you're not sure what the next step is and you're applying for jobs (laughs) regularly and, uh, you're not sure what you want to be when you grow up, even though you're 40, you know, that's a, just
1: stay the course. You're okay.
0: You're okay. It's okay. So yeah, I think we covered all the bases. I think so. Well folks, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, once again, if you, uh, if you want to get into any sort of thing or join this crazy coaching thing that I am in the middle of, uh, shoot us an email, coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. Or if you just want to uh, talk to other musicians who are kind of in the same boat, uh, consider signing up for the Patreon. That $5 tier gives you access to the Slack channel. And we're talking about like all kinds of stuff. We're talking, let's see, it's Today, super good.
1: It's super good.
0: We talked about um, amp switchers. hmm. And, um, personal trauma and, uh, how to get sponsorships for yep. ticketed events. Yep. And I think there was something, I know I'm forgetting it, but there was something, uh, yeah. about, uh, toxicity of social media channels and, uh, flying, doing fly gigs to the Bahamas. Right. Yeah, it's all happened in a 24-hour span. Yeah. on the Slack channel, yeah. and it's 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 super fun. And I keep forgetting to mention this because we mentioned it and then we stopped mentioning it. But like, if you're curious about getting into contracts for your uh, your band for doing private events, right? Uh, there is one of those in here, and for five bucks and a bunch of really great advice, it's it's like an absolute no brainer. Um, I am still trying to figure out a way to offer it just like a la carte. Uh, it will be it will be more than five dollars though, for sure. Sure. So, um, but be on the lookout for that, uh, and, you know, follow us on all the Soshis and be, be cool and don't be not cool and be, be okay. Yeah. and Yeah. Be chill. Don't be not chill. And I feel like we should like put a link for some sort of suicide hotline or mental health thing in the notes. I so can that. Just- Yep. Let's just tag that on. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get super heavy. No, but, but I listen, that-
1: we, we're, we're telling the truth about where we need support. So that's a place.
0: And again, like, I, I know that... I know our people are hurting, you know? Yeah. 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 And uh, I hate it. Yeah. So. But hang in there, everybody, because this this is temporary it's the longest temporary uh of, of all time yeah. um but it is temporary yeah guys thanks for tuning in um if you want to do any of the things you want you can do them by listening to what our buddy adam's gonna say so uh thanks for tuning in uh be good to one another and be good to yourself from atlanta georgia i'm adam johnson
1: from Greensboro, North carolina dan ray
0: You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of January 21st, 2022
2: and that's how you rock more and suck less hey listener this is adam Moskowitz of the van band out of south florida yes another adam adams are taking over the cover band scene get used to it sorry dan on behalf of cover band confidential thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode now i know you want to support this cast so this is how you do it you subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAN. That's vam band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAN.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown, and Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm gonna go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing. <laughs>